Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. In a podcast, two comedians face their toughest challenge yet to create the superhero they would want to be with thousands of superheroes to choose from. Only one thing stands in their way. A host that is as arbitrary as he is disabled. So I suppose, he sits in their way. Is that okay? Can I say that? Anyway, this is, the silliest, superest, heroist, podcast. Hello and welcome to the silliest, superest, heroist podcast with me, Aaron Simmons. This is the show where we get two comedians to discuss what their ultimate superhero would be by combining different attributes from any superhero they can think of. Uh, today, as ever, I've got two fantastic guests, and I'm very excited to get cracked straight on. So let's just do that and welcome my first guest, Heidi Regan. How are you doing, Heidi? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, uh, I don't I'm... like the way I said that. I sounded very like a child. I'm good, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you want to clarify that you're not a child? I mean... You know, no yeah. one can tell. Okay. I am I am well and I'm also not a child. Thank Good. you. Good. Okay. Yeah. Uh great. And my second guest is is I'm hoping he's well and I'm hoping he's also not a child. It's Glenn Moore. Hey big guy, how's it going? <laughs> Oh, it's good to see him smiling again. Yeah. I uh, I tell you what made me genuinely feel old, right, is I live in a block of flats and I don't know any of my neighbours. Mm. So I called uh, one of my neighbours, who is a child, Trouble. Oh, oh, no. I always got called Trouble as a kid. And it just, I, it came out of my mouth and a part of me died. Um, <laughs> so I was really tempted to introduce you as Trouble there, Glenn, but I didn't. <laughs> Um, was the child doing anything troubling? No, he was killing a man. Yeah. He was killing a man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah, you yeah, little yeah, scamp. Yeah, a little bit was, of trouble. There was a little bit of murder, but it was it was playful. Like it was yeah, only, yeah. it was only playful. Um, so yeah, as I said, this is a show where we we're trying to come out, come up with our ultimate superhero of the person that you would most want to be. Uh, you get to choose uh, out of the following. You get to pick your favorite head, upper body, lower body weapon and bonus power uh you're gonna go head to head uh you're gonna pitch your um i uh, superhero head or attribute and then i'm gonna pick which one i want and at the end we're gonna have a winner who's won more of the attributes than the other and they get a bonus for winning which is that they can choose an uh, a purely aesthetic based attribute completely uncontested um so that's fun Let's crack on with that. Let's crack on with round one. The head. Round one. The head. 
Heidi, you go. I've gone for, like, I've got a plan with my superhero. So okay. as part of the, I won't reveal the plan, I'm guessing. Sure. But sure, as sure. part of the head, I've gone for Charles Xavier telepathy skills. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. That's a great shout. Uh, Focusing on knowing what's going on in people's heads when you're doing, like, negotiation stuff. And encouraging empathy, but also mm -hmm. catching out villains. Okay. Um, this would probably be a good time to tell you that at school, so you guys know, and the audience will probably know by now, uh, I am in a wheelchair. And at school, I got called Professor X. Uh, I'm also Not Jewish. I think it was because of the circumcision. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if your nickname is a superhero, that is kind of cool. Yes. I've got nothing on you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so the problem was I wasn't that big a nerd when I was at school. And now... Yeah, was it an affectionate nickname or was I it a mean... So. I think so. I think it was... I, you know what? For the sake of my mental health, I'm going to attribute it as a positive <laughs> nickname. I'd yeah. love to be able to read people's minds. Okay, Professor X, great shout. And I think, and I, I mean this with the greatest respect, Heidi, I think you'd look cracking bald. I think you could pull it off. Thank <laughs> you. I've always worried I wouldn't. So that's very nice to hear. Well, there so we thank go. Thank Yeah. You're welcome. Um, okay, Glenn, you've got Professor X is head to beat. Who is your head? It's a niche subset of Doctor Strange's abilities. Okay. And it's the ability to know in advance whether a live event is going to be worth watching. And not necessarily like, oh, the Super Bowl halftime performance is going to be any good, but going into any like football match and being like, right, I don't know. All I know is there, were, there will be goals. There will be something that happens. There will be a result. It won't be okay. a goalless draw. And then you know you're not going to waste 90 minutes or possibly even longer when you take into consideration extra time. Mm. I'm immediately seeing what a fascinating multi-layered film could be about that because the power that that superhero would have as a reviewer of say Edinburgh shows oh, yeah. just go to or any movie they'd be like should I go watch a movie has it got the thumbs up or thumbs down from Doctor Strange and then he could abuse that power and it's all subjective if it's art. It would be the worst with reviewers, comedy reviewers yeah. especially, because they wouldn't even review your show. You go, I thought the yeah. times were going to come and I go, no, the times pulled out and you go, oh my God. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Um, ooh, okay. Interesting. Um, okay, I have a quick question for you, Glenn. Of course. Is it why? How no. do you sleep at night? <laughs> uh, so, there's there's a there's a there's a question that I have, and it's about expectation. Okay. Do you not find that when yeah. somebody says, "Oh, you really need to see this TV show," you instantly think, "Oh, but it's not going to be as good as they think it's." Lit. Oh yeah, there's there's that element which is which is infuriating. But what the reason this is a superpower is it's because your own mind is telling you that you look. Your mind is saying, like Aaron, I know you and you're gonna like this. You can't be disappointed by yourself. Oh, I'm disappointed in so myself. <laughs> so it's not, it's not a friend of yours with bad taste going, this is, this is worthwhile. It's a mm. version of you that can see into the future, can't give you all the information, mm. but can at least tell you enough. Because otherwise, if they can tell you all the information, then that ruins, that, that then ruins the future because you can change the future. It's a bit like if you went back in time, and mm -hmm. say he killed Hitler, 
then mm. that's good at, the, at first. But if everyone went, great, what are you going to do now? You'd be like, well, I don't know, because I don't know what happens now. We didn't, uh-huh. we didn't run through this. What's interesting is, as you're saying it's sort of a subsection of Doctor Strange, but yeah. I don't think it's that far away from Charles Xavier. I think, you know, with a little bit of training, he could mm. learn to do that. Plus, yeah. he's got all the other powers. If he really committed to it, he could train himself to know whether a film's worth. I think Xavier would put the time in. But we never ever see, we never really see the X Men during downtime. I mean, we do Mm. green, but that's downtime in a very tragic sense. Yeah, (laughs) I think the problem with with Charles Xavier learning how to uh, stop himself watching bad movies is that he then wouldn't watch Apocalypse, and so. We're then going that is the ultimate leap. irony, yeah. 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 Leap in terms of what, what the, uh, the X-Men are able to watch themselves doing. They'll watch the first yeah. two and then none of the rest. Um, okay, w- what we've figured it out towards mm. is, do you want to be able to read other people's thoughts or do you want to know your own thoughts in a... <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what we've come down It's very philosophical. <laughs> and I think... Although, although both of you are leaning towards Glenn's idea, <laughs> I am so time rich at the minute. I can watch shit movies. I can watch other movies. It. it doesn't bother me. <laughs> but I want to know what the director. I'm surprised is too, Glenn. <laughs> about making that movie, and I want to know what is going on with the person who decided that they were going to commission Wimbledon. Like that's what I want to know. <laughs> What a movie that is, by the way. Oh, love means nothing in tennis. And then she walks out of the building. Brilliant. I'm, pu- I'm choosing Professor X's head. Heidi, you're 1-0 up. Uh, okay. Round two, the upper body. Round two, upper body. Glenn, what is your upper body? My upper body is that of Spider-Man. Okay, great. And I'll tell you why, because Spider-Man has, is, 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 is advertised purely on his, on his forearms, his wrists, and maybe to some extent his feet. But if you've got this extraordinary, um, extraordinary superhero, what you usually tend to, what, what a lot of them tend to have is completely unsustainable lifestyles. Like the Incredible Hulk, when he is the Hulk, can't just walk down the street. The thing is in a similar predicament. Mm-hmm. And I think Spider-Man is just this, this really average 20-year-old or so uh, torso that from a distance could, could be male or female, just blends into the environment. And I think there's what the superhero requires is just absolute normality with one part of them. So this is not in any way a super uh, body part. And it is, mm-hmm. uh, but, that, but that is a deliberate decision because it allows to, to blend in. It's almost as effective as an invisibility cloak. Okay. But you still want the webs and the... the no. You don't no, 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 not necessarily. Wow. It's just it's just the plain <laughs> torso that was completely unaffected when, when bitten by the spider. There, did, there was no no difference. Maybe with Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man to some extent because he suddenly got like sure. ripped overnight. Sure. But... For Andrew Garfield, or for uh, to to a lesser extent, um, uh, Tom Holland, they, they, they are just really, just re- you you wouldn't you wouldn't bat an eyelid if you saw them on the beach. This is the dream. Uh, 
torso that does nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would like to point out that if I saw Tom Holland on the beach, I would bat more than an eyelid. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> I, 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 I've just realized what I just said. But what I mean is, uh, all right, clothed. Clothed. He's, he's self-conscious. Sure. He's wearing a T-shirt and a swimming pool, okay? <laughs> yeah. um, and in which case, you're not, you're not batting an eyelid. He, he also doesn't have Tom Holland's face. It's just... He's got uh, Professor X's face. He's right? got Professor X's face. So it's, so it's Patrick Stewart. All right, we're not even going to James McAvoy. It's Patrick Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> 20-year-old's And you're not, you're not looking twice. You're, you're ignoring it completely. Yeah. Okay. The other thing that I've... If I win this round, that would be... Honestly, that would be a disaster for everyone yeah. involved. I mean, I think Heidi's got an open goal, but... No, but honestly, yeah. dude, hear me out. Hear me out, okay? There's reason behind this. No, the thing that's confusing me most of all mm. is... You're saying you just want Tom, the Spider-Man's upper body, but yeah. all I can picture in my mind is Tom Holland, who is a very good-looking boy, but is also quite short. Mm. So I've got his body with Patrick Stewart's head. Yeah, so it's, it's like a child Patrick yeah. Stewart. Little, from the back is just a weird little baby kid. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi, you've got an open goal. Who are you picking for your upper body? Um, I think I'm going to go um, uh, <laughs> similar but opposite way to Glenn, as in I was basically I'm trying to make a superhero who can fix the weather and climate change and all that, but they got to have shock and awe to get the attention of the world. Mm. So rather than try and fit in, I'm thinking it's still it's me. So Heidi with bald Xavier head. And then just the torso of the thing from Fantastic right. Four. Yeah. Oh, so made of opposite. rock. Just just made of rock from neck to groin. Okay, the thing. Lovely stuff. What is it about? So you got the power of the thing. You, are you thinking that you're going to be punching people if they're not agreeing with your climate change? I don't. I will be not wanting to use violence. I want to use the empathy I have from telepathy. Uh, but obviously part of not using violence is showing that you have a strength there ready to go like um you know mutually assured destruction and all that so if people look at me and my torso is a giant rock torso they're gonna think twice about starting a fight whereas if it's superman strong but you can't tell until you test me i'm gonna have to keep having fights to prove myself very good point and Thank to be you. honest you really didn't need a good point because of how <laughs> Oh, Glenn's answer was the fact. The thing that upset me most about your argument, Glenn, is I don't mind having Superman's upper body as a as an answer, but the fact that you actively chosen not to have the webs really upsets me. Oh no, no, no! For all you know, they could appear in the arms. Oh, we haven't even got onto that yet. All right. Spoiler alert, but not on the arms. <laughs> the upper body is including the arms. Um, I am so. Sh I thought it was literally just the torso. <laughs> no. That's why I found this one so difficult. Because I was like, I can't think of any superhero that is that is purely like just torso based. Okay. Is that what you also thought I did? Uh I thought that until I reread the, the instructions. I checked, Glenn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my other superhero I, I, mean, I, I can't read. Yeah. I like it better if he has accidentally not got any superpowers. He's got a Batman's legs, I guess. Um. I, uh, yeah, okay. So, okay, so now that you know yeah. that you're allowed the arms in the upper body, yeah. are you having Spider-Man's 
webs as part of the wrists, as part of the upper body. No, I'm going to double down. I'm going for Peter Parker <laughs> before he got bitten. Well, I admire your conviction, Glenn, Thank you very much. but it's not one you're a point. It Damn it, I thought it might have a last <laughs> Let's move on to round three, the lower body. Round three, lower body. Um, so for clarification, oh, yeah. clarification, Glenn, this is legs and genitals, not separate things. Oh, I was literally just going for one bum. <laughs> just bum, and then that was it, yeah. Who, whose bum would you choose? Uh, well, it was a tricky Captain one. America. Uh, totally, yeah, but it's got to be Captain America. Captain America yeah. is absolutely... That's America's ass, right? Stacked butt, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, cool. Lower body, who are you going for, Heidi? Uh, I think it's going to be, obviously, the Flash, so I can run super fast, but I think what will make that very funny is that I've got a giant rock torso <laughs> above it that can't move fast. So that's just going to be trailing behind me, <laughs> a little bo bald head bobbing on the ground. It's like, oh. And it's going to cause a lot of problems. Okay. Yeah. So you're getting that to cause so it's a talk. It's a conversation point again. It's People are just be like, what's wrong with you? I think, yeah. I think as well, like in terms of your sort of uh, climate change sort of agenda, mm -hmm. when people are going, oh, well, well, we can fly it so much quicker. You'd be like, really? Let's race. Exactly. And then you've been. And then, um, and then yeah, you get yeah. to the coast and you're like, oh, damn it. Okay. I'm that heavy and made of rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to run really fast on this boat I'm on. Unless, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless your powers is Jesus's powers of being able to walk on water. No um, one said he could run. No one said he could run on water. That is that. You just slowly walk across yeah. the yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> across England, walk across the, the Atlantic, and then sprint across America. Yeah, uh, the fastest he could do is he could mosey. He could mosey at quickest. <laughs> I, I, I love that passage in the Bible. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> could mosey on water. Yeah. And then Jesus moseyed on down to the people. <laughs> and he, he yeah. could turn water into schlub. There's a lot of stuff that's translated <laughs> weirdly in the Bible. <laughs> Interesting. Glenn, what is your lower body of choice? I was thinking long and hard about this, mm -hmm. and I had a feeling that inevitably flash, the Flash is going to come up, surely. Sure. And I thought, <laughs> well, is there anyone who is faster than the Flash? Now, I, d I don't know if it's canon, if it's mentioned anywhere that Flash is officially the fastest person in the world, but then I thought mm -hmm. that it's measured in the boys that A-Train is the fastest runner in the world, so I'd go <sighs> with A-Train's uh, yep. But you've seen what happens to him when he runs. He smashes people. Spoiler apart. alert. <laughs> yeah, well, spoiler the alert for what? The, for the opening minute. minute. Yeah. <laughs> the first ten minutes of it, yeah. Um, well, I'd be pretty careful. I'd make sure I live in, in the desert. Uh, so at best, <laughs> uh, I'd be absolutely de destroying a camel, like, twixt the humps. Um, I'm moving to the desert to destroy a camel and live alone. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that would be a pretty safe bet. And ultimately, uh, you, it's demonstrated that not only is, is speed uh, in his wheelhouse, but also the ability to really destroy anything that comes in his way if he mm. runs straight through it. Mm. Yeah. thing I've always wondered with all the fast moving, because Superman moved fast as well, in mm. often in things, is how their brain moves that fast. Like... They'll run around the room and do all these things, but you're like, how is your brain keeping up with your body? Um, yeah, if you, were, if, you were, if you were just carried from room to room with your eyes closed and someone open your, open your eyes for a split second and close them again, I and mean, then just say, what did you see? Then you can't, it's too much. Yeah, yeah. 
but must constantly be having a heart attack. I'm I'm often carried from room to room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you guys not play that game either? Is that... <laughs> yeah. um, the most contrived surprise party every day. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, ooh, I mean, I don't. Yeah, the the easy answer is to go. They're superheroes. They can do anything. My, if I was to try and apply logic to it, I would suggest that they. Because they have the ability for their legs or their, they can move really quickly. They can also see really quickly as well. So the, the light that comes into their eye will go to however percentage much, you know, say they can go at 200% of the speed that normal humans can go. They will be able to see the light going into their eye at 200% of the speed as well. So in the same way that our eyes are situated, uh, uh, suitable for our speed, it, their eyes are suitable for their speed. Ah, if they're traveling faster than the speed of light, does that mean they're doing things before they've had a chance to I see them? <laughs> I really, I, I really hope the person I'm punching is a baddie. Yeah, really, the oh. thing about it though, is, I hope this it, camel deserves it. Yeah, <laughs> the thing about it that they've got this special power as well in their brain that tells them whether or not the bad guy that they're going to punch is worth killing. Uh, mm. before they of course, it. of so, course. Yes. Yeah. That's the real reason. I think we've figured it out. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to base it so arbitrarily on the fact that I preferred The Boys, the television show, than the television show The Flash. I'm giving it to Glenn. It's 2-1. You're back in the Well done. You. Well I was done, so worried it was going to be a clean sweep. So I've, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to lose the next two rounds, honestly. I just, that's the main thing. As long as it's not a clean sweep. Okay. Good. <laughs> uh, great. We're going to go into round four. Weapon. Round four. Weapon. Glenn, who are you choosing? Black Widow, because it's just all of them. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. It's all it's 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 not it's not necessarily owning the weapon, it's the proficiency with any that is handed to her. I mean no, come on, are you gonna overall this? It's it's getting dangerously close. I mean you are very Okay, all right. How about this? How about this then? Okay, we'll, we'll reword it. Um, uh, okay, uh, Black Widow. Yeah. Proficient with any weapon she's given. Sure. With just a soft laptop case. Sure. Because she's good, she's good with anything she's given as a weapon. So let's, let's lower the stakes. Black Widow with a laptop case. That's the, that's the weapon. Interesting. Okay. I, <laughs> I I'm going to win this. I'm going to win this. I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, I personally think that's verging on power of Black Widow's power rather than weapon, but... Okay, so I, in which case ooh. it could just be Peter Parker's pre-Spider-Man weak upper body with a soft <laughs> laptop case. Yeah, yeah, I think that's... In, in, which, in which case, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, this would be an unmitigated disaster. <laughs> And it's, and it's ultimately the opposite of a weapon. But actually, your aim yeah. was to not stand out on the beach. I think Peter Parker walking around pre-Spider-Man with a laptop case you can't use. I mean, anyone, no anyone, walking, anyone walking around on the beach with an empty laptop case is very suspicious. So walking around a nightclub with a carrier bag is weird. You, can't, you don't know why, it's just weird. I think the, the thing about it is not only is it not a weapon, it's actually going to protect other people. Like, imagine the bad guy is trying to, uh, you know, create a nuclear reaction off his laptop. You're there protecting his laptop 
to make sure it's more likely that he's going to succeed. Uh, no, it would protect you from breathing if you shove it over someone's head and zip it up. Yeah, I think the weapon that Glenn is actually suggesting here is the weapon of surprise because his <laughs> uh, superhero looks so weak and then um, yeah. still technically is a superhero somehow and everyone's surprised. You remember in Battle Royale when the person who's given that fan ends up getting really, really far, further than the people with like heavy machine guns and stuff like that. That's what this is. Okay. That's cool. Amazing. You could have just chosen that fan then. Um, which would probably No, Battle Royale's not a superhero film. They're all just school kids and not even in the X-Men capacity. <laughs> um, cool. Heidi, what is your weapon of choice? Okay, I'm thinking off the top of my head here, but could my weapon be, if I'm going with my um, ultimate plan of I'm stopping climate change, mm-hmm. Can my weapon be all five of the rings from Captain Planet? So I can summon Captain Planet on my own without working together with any friends. That is a great Now I've got a sidekick. So your weapon, your weapon is a separate person. Yeah. <laughs> my weapon is a superhero. <laughs> I mean, that, that is a good weapon. My super weapon is Anthony Joshua. Fine, let's bring him in. <laughs> The five rings, just so that everybody's on the same page and uh, no one's left behind. What do the five rings, apart from summoning Captain Planet, what do the five rings give you? They give you power over earth, wind, water, fire, heart. Interesting. Heart. Yeah, one out there, doesn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. always. But was. A, a radio station that's popular among <laughs> women in their sort of late thirties, early forties. I summon. Yeah. <laughs> I summon the ability to play Robbie Williams on. <laughs> um, okay, interesting. I mean, I like the idea of being able to control Earth, Wind, and Fire because then you can have September as your theme tune, which is mm-hmm. an absolute banger. Mm. Yeah, that was the plan. And to be honest, you could have said anything and it is better than a soft laptop case. I feel like it's an uneven fight now. Yeah. As much as I would love to make this into a sort of tight, sort of final deciding round, <laughs> Heidi, you've got the power rings. Oh, they are all so yours. good. Cool. Let's move on to round five. Bonus power. Round five. Power. <laughs> So mm-hmm. uh, you can have any power you want from any superhero to add to your current crop of powers that you've got within your uh, hero. Heidi, who you choose it? This is what all the other choices were hung off. It's I'm going to have storms from X-Men's power to control the weather. I'm going to travel around the world saying, oh, you got a drought? let me start some rain. Oh, you got this. I go around sorting out climate change, very busy every day. Eventually, probably some governments pay me too much money to help their country more than the others and I become corrupt. And then my weapon, Captain Planet, turns against me. But (laughs) in the origin story, it's very inspiring. Okay, interesting. Mm -hmm. My my quick question is if you have Storm's power and you are able to create rain where there's a drought and you're able to create uh stop you know rain when there's about to be a tsunami or whatever (laughs) why do you need to be campaigning so much for climate change surely you're gonna fix (laughs) yourself because i stand for i am the band-aid it's like if jeff bezos 
used his money to give us a five years extension. I know that one day I storm with the body of the thing and the head of Xavier will die. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying, guys, I'm just here to give you a bit of breathing space, but you got to sort this out. One day Captain Planet's going to kill me. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So Storm's ability to control the so world. So excited for Glenn's answer here. <laughs> Glenn, will this I, be the first actual power? <laughs> yeah. Will this actually be a genuinely good answer? Who knows? Glenn, what is your power? Well, my first one was quite sort of Doctor Strange-esque and, and Heidi's was very sort of Professor Xavier. My final one is very Xavier-esque. Uh -huh. And it's the ability to know where anything is. Oh, okay. at any one time, and not only that, where anything was. Oh, that's disgusting. I'm gonna no, 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 no. Is it a sort of where were you on the night of the murder? Okay, right. You already know, like the precogs in Minority Report, yeah. but also the ability to know where anything is. If ever you've lost anything, if there's a missing person that you're trying to find, you know exactly where they are. Will it be like if you pick up, someone hands you a coin and as it touches your hand, you suddenly see everywhere that coin has been and you vomit in disgust. Everywhere. Yeah, I th it's, 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 um, you know, that, the ability is you don't even need to know. Uh, you, yeah, as long as, as long as you can see a picture of the person, as, obviously, as long as you've got a vague idea of what you're looking at, who you're looking mm. for, then yeah. you're able to get full details on where you can find them. Okay, let's, let's recap where we're at so that I can fully appreciate what we're going for here. So we've got Professor X's head on the thing's upper body with A-Train's lower body. I'm the Flash lower body. No, this we're combining no, the super. Oh, we're combining. These are the winners. These are the winners. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So. Will the laptop case make an appearance? <laughs> Find out next. <laughs> we've also got the rings to summon Captain Planet. Who will eventually kill us. <laughs> Who will eventually kill us. Do we want to be able to control the weather or know where anybody is, where everybody has been? It's a difficult one. I'm really, I'm really struggling. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go with Storm, mainly because with Professor X's head on already, I can already tell where all of the X-Men are. Yeah, and has the ability to change to non-X-Men or Muggles, as they should be called. Um, <laughs> so you have the, that ability already. Mm. The knowing where things are and things were is a good ability, but being able to control the weather. Yeah, you know, you think about it in practicalities. You're on a hot day. You don't want to be sweating too much. Just a bit of overcast. But she's like, oh, it's a shame it's not sunny. Bang. So, you know, you've got definitely. But then she goes, oh, I'd invite you back to my house, but I've lost my keys. Oh, if only I had the power to know where her keys are. Uh, you talked yourself out of it, Heidi. Glenn's <laughs> uh, power. It's three. <laughs> Heidi still wins, but yeah. So that is our final superhero. So we have got Professor X's head on the thing's upper body with A-Train's legs. We've got Captain Planet's, uh, the four, the five rings are for Captain Planet, uh, and we have got the ability to know where anything was or is, or anyone was or is. Uh, Heidi, you are today's winner. What aesthetic-based attribute would you like to put on to your superhero? 
I will choose the sexy breastplate of Wonder Woman going over my rock thing, <laughs> <laughs> the thing body, and Brilliant. two like two size, so it's tiny on his giant. Okay, yeah. so don't want it to mass- enjoy drawing that, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is the proportion that we want. Wicked, fantastic stuff. That is. Hang on, I've just got one quick question about that. Uh, are they actually Wonder Woman's boobs, or is it like rock boobs on the thing? Yeah, rock pep pecs, her breastplate just sticky over taped over the top. So not even covering. Oh the no! Pecs. No, it's just in the directly not, in the middle. Not like covering a, like, the... like a plaster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Well, I'm glad we've established that. Um, we've got one final thing to do before we wrap up, and that is to name our superheroes. So obviously mm. we're trying to sort of save the world and look after that. Um, I don't know what Glenn was trying to achieve with his, <laughs> but you know, he also wants to blend in and not make a scene. So maybe like give them like a really boring name, like Clive or something. And, and Clive's the man with giant rock body. <laughs> yeah. So what are you thinking? What what can be our name for our superhero? Well, did you say we're we're combining all three of our suggestions basically into one? Yes. Well, okay, so my, I mean, my input couldn't have had less of an effect on the actual final uh, superhero. No, your, so, pow- so, your power is of being able to find things. Yes, the there's, there's that. But I, I, so I, I want to make sure that I've left my mark on the superhero. So uh, sure. you can take whatever you want from uh, the, my superhero name for it, which is just uh, Glenn Moore. Uh, so just take whatever you want from that, and it's going to have a bit, so gonna have, finally have a bit of a stamp on it. Um, I mean, I you think would blend in with more. that. Yeah. I think the more we can definitely use more, take the more take spell M O O R E, and then like more. more um, what was that? More change. Make yeah, it- something like that. More rain. That sounds too <laughs> educational as yeah. a, as a superhero. That's like the sort of thing you'd be brought in at like a geography lesson. Or and a going, he's bag. telling you to eat vegetables, and you go, he's not a superhero, is he? He also sounds like a beggar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Or a really sad new political party that's going on. <laughs> yeah. What do um, we want? More change. When do we want it? Eventually. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, more. What about more Glenn? So he's just wanting more Glens in the world. Yeah. And a lot of Glens being an actual landscape thing, sure. a Glen. Um, means that actually you, you are you are wanting more environment. You're wanting that's more. That's true. Yeah. I was going to suggest no more. So it's like no more whatever you want to put. Well, now you're just that. erasing like, no me. More climate from, change. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But more glens makes sense as well. Mm. More glens. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with more. Let's glens. go with more glens. Yeah. Yes. Superheroes today, guys. Thank you very much for listening to the Cilia Superheroes podcast with me, Aaron Simmons, and thank you to my guest. Heidi Regan and more Glens. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the silliest, superest, heroist podcast. Created by Aaron Simmons and produced by Gag Reflex. If you want to get in touch with the show about any inaccuracies in this episode, don't. I think the less you've read of a brief, the more uh, of a podcast, you know, pro you are because you've got less time to read it because you do more podcasts. So that's, that is I, true. If anything, I should have pretended not to have read it.
because mm. then I would have come across as more experienced. I don't know. I think it's sort of a, it, it sets a real sort of level of professionalism to be like, oh no, I'm really busy, but I'll, I'll still wait time to read the brief. Um, no, I think it makes you look like a nerd. I feel like a nerd. Yeah, that's the point of this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get, you know, I, I only, that I'm um, not a nerd.